Okay, good morning, everybody. So maybe we just do a little bit of Torah. Uh, one of the, the you know, obviously we're, we're mourning for these 21 guys, and hopefully it's not more, but most likely it is, that were killed uh, last night or late yesterday in Gaza. So I say the words of Torah should be, uh, should be for them to, to lift them. Uh, and to help all the injured. So there's an interesting thing we read in uh, in this week's parasha. We read this week's parasha about the splitting of the sea. And how does when we see that Parah, he's learning about the splitting of the sea. And it says that uh, Parah, he says... Ve'amar paro. This is so. It says Dabero, So we see we see that we see that that Bnei Israel come to rest uh, by the sea facing Baal Sephon. And Paro says Ve'amar paro livnei Israel. And Paro says to Bnei Israel, Nebuchim hem ba'aretz. They're stuck in the land. Sagar alehem hamidbar. The uh, the wilderness is closed up for them. So the question is, what do you mean that uh, that Paro is speaking to Bnei Israel? Who of Bnei Israel is Paro speaking to? If Bnei Israel already, they've already left. They already left Egypt. Um, so you see, later on, we see when they're going into the sea. There's another strange, uh, strange two verses. We see that Bnei Israel are going to go into the sea, and it says, Moshe lifts his hand, and then what happens? Bnei Israel, Bnei Israel went into the sea, into the dry land. And the water was a wall for them, to the right and to the left. And then it says, right after that, we see again that they go into the sea, and we see the same pasuk after Vayashuvah Hamayim, after the water, it says, Vayashuvah Hamayim, the water returned, Vayachasu et ve'at and it covered the riders and the chariots, Lechol Chil Paro, all of the army of Paro, Habaim Acharehem Bayam, who came after them in the sea. Not one of them remained. Then again, a very strange pasuk. After the whole story of the sea split, Bnei Israel went into the sea. The Egyptians chased them in. The sea closed over the Egyptians. They died. It says, And Bnei Israel went into the dry land, into the water. And the water for them was a wall to the left and to the right. So we have Pasuk 29 is almost a complete duplicate of Pasuk 22. Seven Pesukim later, we have almost the same Pasuk. What are the differences? In Pasuk 22 it says, B'nei Israel went betoch hayam bayabasha, into the sea, onto the dry land. Here it says they went onto the dry land, into the sea. That's reverse. And it says, Behamayim lahem choma, the wall was for them a wall. In the first Pasuk 22, Choma is spelled with a Vav. And in the second Pasuk 29, 
which is a pasuk that seems to be repeating itself after the whole situation took place, there is no vav in the word choma. So why do we have a pasuk that one of them seems to be right where it is in the, in the whole story, and after the whole story we have a pasuk that sort of repeats another pasuk with almost exactly the same wording with a couple of changes, and then right after that we have Ayosha Adonai. So, so the question is, who... One is Chama, anger, anger. So the second, the second word Chama with missing a Vav is Chama, is, 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 it makes us think of the word anger in Hebrew. So what's going on? Who first was B'nai Israel that Paro is talking to in Egypt, if all of B'nai Israel already left? Why does the Pasuk say that they went into the, to the water and then the dry land? And later on it says they went into the dry land and the water. Who's who? So the rabbis tell us something unbelievable. If you have to look at who are the two biggest thorns in the life of Moshe, for not only the 40 years in the desert, but also while they were in Egypt, the two biggest thorns in Moshe's side were Datan and Aviram. Two brothers, they caused trouble and trouble and trouble until they caused trouble with Korach and boom. Now, look at these guys. Who are they? They were the, they were the kapos, so to say, in Egypt. They were the Jewish taskmasters appointed by Paro to make sure the Jews would go and do their work the way they were supposed to do their work. They were the officers of Paro. So it says, who was the Jews that were still in Egypt after all the Jews left? Datan and Aviram. But I thought all the Jews who weren't going to leave died in the time of Hoshech. Why are Datan and Aviram still alive? Then it says later on, Pasuk 22, we see, Vayavo B'nei Yisrael B'tochayam. B'nei Yisrael went into the sea, then Bayabasha. What does that mean? That we talked about yesterday is Nachshon ben Aminadab. He goes into the sea, Betochayam, and only when he's into the sea does the sea split by Yabasha. And the wall, the water for them was a wall with the Vav on the right and the left. After the whole story, and the Egyptians are dead, we repeat the Pasuk, but a little differently. So it says, Paro was talking to B'nai Israel when he was in Egypt. Who was B'nai Israel? We said, Datan and Aviram. They were still there. He was telling them, your buddies, they're all stuck. I'm going to go and kill them. Who went after when he went? Datan and Aviram. B'nai Israel. they called B'nai Israel again. But they, they went onto the dry land because when they went in, the water was already splitting, already done. So it seems from here that the water split. B'nai Israel went into the water, the Egyptians were killed, and the water split one more time. Who did it split a second time for? Datan and Aviram. And the question is, how is it possible that the water should split a second time for these two guys who are basically, we see that they did everything to mess up Moshe. Twelve different paths, but here we see after the whole story is over, after the Egyptians are dead, 
It tells us that Bnei Israel went into the water. Who's Bnei Israel who went into the water the second time after it's over? These two. Why would they be, they be Zohar? That the water should split a second time just for them, even though they were, for sure we could say, Rishayim in a way, not deserving in a way. What made them deserve that the water should split for them? What made them deserve that? Exactly the answer. So what made them deserve that they should be able to come through after everyone else? So we see that Rav Yonatan ben Uziel says, what happened? He says, that they, they were zocher that the water should split again. Why? Because when the Egyptians wanted to come to the Jews and tell them, you didn't make the proper number of bricks. Who did they hit? They hit Datan and Abiram. Datan and Abiram put their shoulders so that their shoulders should get hit instead of B'nai Israel. A person who's willing to stand up for his brother and take the hit from his brother to protect his brother, that person, Hashem looks to them and is willing to do miracles for them. So I said, and we said this morning, you know, we're not in this war alone. We're in this war all together. They're in there fighting, but we have to do what we have to do. Every single day there's an opportunity to do a chesed for them. I said last week, we had a few different things come up. On Friday, we got a request from a, from a battalion. There was a thousand, a thousand man battalion. They got a request. They were moving from the south, from Gaza, to the north, to the Lebanese border. So they asked for a thousand coats. $56 a coat, $56,000. Will you send the money? The money gets sent right away. Whatever we have to do, we have to do for them because they're not fighting just for us. I said that my, my daughter did something unbelievable. She had, there was a young man who came here during the beginning when the war came. His name was Reuven. He was, he was in one of the elite force groups and his officer, he was from England, but he had family in Florida. His officer sent him here because he was the supply guy to buy things through, uh, through uh, B&H photo, to buy uh, uh, night vision goggles and other things. And while he was here, he was collecting money and he was buying to bring back the things. Three months later, he gets out, his, his unit is released to go at least temporarily and he goes back to restart his business. What was his business? He was a microgreen farmer. Microgreens. But what happened? All of his clients that he would sell before, they were the hotels. Who's buying microgreens? Hotels are buying for the tourists who want expensive things. No hotels buying microgreens. He's going to go out of business. I don't know how he met my daughter, but one thing I said, what a coincidence, the same guy. Then my daughter found, after she said, I got to help this guy, she found a baker who had come back from one of the guys she knew in one of the units to tell Aviv he made sourdough bread. But none of the hotels who we were selling the sourdough bread were buying sourdough bread because they're just hosting uh, refugees. So they're buying whatever they have to buy to keep going. Then there was another guy, a strawberry farmer. He had nobody. He was selling his strawberries to the hotels. And then there was a guy who owned a little olive grove who was in a unit from one of my son-in-law's friends. And he had a little olive grove and he made olive oil. They had a press. They made olive oil and they sold olive oil. What happened? They all had a business because they came back. Their businesses were closed for X months. Someone was trying to do something they couldn't do. 
So they organized to buy what each one needed to keep them going. Take all of the different things from all of these different farmers, baker, olive oil maker, put them in baskets. And what did they do with the baskets? They had someone deliver on Thursday night to each of the women that they knew in their group whose husbands were at war. So each of these women got a basket that said Eshet Chayil and it had a whole thing in it for them telling them how we're there behind you with all of these different foods for them. What happens when a lady gets this and her husband is there and she's home alone with her kids? It makes her smile. She tells her husband, look how nice these people are that they did for me. Her husband who's at war, who's fighting, thinks, oh, you know what? What a beautiful thing they did. I don't have to worry so much about my wife because she has a support system there of people to help her. You take one mitzvah to help one farmer and in the end you help all these other people and then you take all the things you did to help and you give it to someone else. So you do. It's not just a, a, a one plus one. It's a, it's a two squared. It's, it's, it's exponential mitzvah. So every day we have the opportunity. So we did these, each of these baskets were $50, each of the coats were $56. Every single day we have a request and help from someone needs. So if anybody wants to do something, you could easily do something and you should do something. We're there with them. We have to support them. We have to be there with them. We have to help them. So whatever we could do, we could do. We're in this together. We have to show Hashem we're in this together. Like we say, we go into Tu Bishvat tomorrow night. Just like we said, Tu Be'av is the, is the end of the deen of the summer and begins Tu Be'av, we have the 15th of Av. Then two weeks later, we have Elul, the month of Elul, forgiveness, Rosh Hashanah, going forward. We have now this Tu Be'av, what happens two weeks from Tu Bishvat, two weeks from Tu Bishvat, Rosh Chodesh Adar. This year we have two Adars. So then we have Purim Katan. Then we have Rosh Chodesh Adar Bet. Then we have Purim. Then we have Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Then we have all of the gifts of the princes. Then we have Pesach. Then we have Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Then we have Pesach Sheni. Then we have Iyar. Then we have Matan Torah. We go into a period of all holidays beginning now. So we have to pray that Hashem will take the deen away. He'll remove the deen. Bring us under Rachamim. But for Hashem to move us to Rachamim, it takes us. We have to show that we're people of Rachamim that Hashem should do Rachamim for. Baruch Adonai Lolam, Amen, Amen. We have ten. Rabbi Chaniyah Ben Chesham Ben Tzadik Dush Baruch Hu Zecho Yisrael